and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you today. I trust your anchor is gripped firmly to the unchanging Word of God. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast today, and I'm glad that you're able to listen in and to maybe achieve a little encouragement and a little bolster to your faith and your walk with the Lord today. I've been looking at uh, the character of Obadiah. We've been spending some time looking at that in 1 Kings chapter 18. I'm going to close that out today, and we're going to speak a little bit more about this contrast between Elijah and Obadiah. Uh, this is a, a wonderful encouragement for those that may be not be involved in full-time Christian ministry, but you may be involved in an environment and a work situation that's high pressure, that uh, is difficult because of the wickedness that may uh, linger over your workplace and the hardness of the hearts of the people that are there, and it can become very discouraging. And we have turned to 1 Kings chapter 18, and I've been sharing with you some thoughts about the life of this man, Obadiah. Obadiah, in contrast to Elijah. Elijah, of course, is the prophet that is normally preached about. He was a he was a change the world kind of person. He was out there. He was preaching. He was he was very bold about uh, the word of God and its proclamation. His mission was to call the entire nation of Israel to repentance, and he was openly involved in confrontation with the 450 prophets of Baal on Mount Carmel and achieved a great victory there. I mean, calling fire, the fire of God down from heaven to lick up those uh, uh, the sacrifices that were, were put there in order to prove that the one true God is the God of Israel, what my, that just must have been a staggering event in the life of Elijah, and one would think one that would give him the encouragement he needed to go on. And God was in that. God was in that confrontation on Mount Carmel, and God used him in a remarkable way. But as you read on in 1 Kings chapter 18, you come to understand that God has more than one kind of a servant. God has more than one type of person that he uses. And what's fascinating is that Elijah really ended his life in great uh, disappointment that God had not done more through him. He was very discouraged in some ways. Uh, Carmel, the the event that happened at Mount Carmel with the 450 prophets of Baal, choose you this day whom you will serve. Um it didn't lead to a great national revival of Israel that Elijah really wanted to see. But when you read on in the story of 1 Kings, here's what you will read. And I think this is interesting. It's a surprise of all surprises. When you read on in 1 Kings, you discover that Ahab, in the end, the one who the Bible says did more evil than all who were before him, he actually repented. It's one of the biggest surprises, I think, in the Bible, that you don't expect that, but that's exactly what Ahab did. Now, we're not told if Obadiah actually lived to see Ahab's repentance, but at the end of the day, it is a remarkable thing that Elijah uh, was disappointed about achieving less than he hoped, and Obadiah actually ended up achieving more than he ever expected in seeing how God used him. It's a great turnaround of events and drama that unfolds in the scripture. There's a man named Dale Davis uh, who has a comment that I believe is uh, closes out this particular study in a very apt way. Uh, he is speaking to everybody 
uh, particularly to all of us who, like Elijah, want to do something great for God. You want to do something great for God today. You really want to count for Him. Do you want to see Him use your life in a way that counts for eternity? And I want to quote from what Dale Davis says about this situation. He says this, quote, You want to see the community changed. You want to see your church built. You want to see the nation transformed. You want to see the world reached. How helpful then that Elijah is not God's only faithful servant. Faithfulness is not so dull that it only comes in one flavor. Moreover, your own pride requires the correction this story can give. You're not called to great works, but to good works. Not to flamboyant ministry, but to faithful ministry. Not to be a dashing, but only to be a devoted servant of God, unquote. I think that that's some great wisdom. And I think that that is a great take on this entire story of the life of Obadiah, a servant of the Lord that was used in such a way, in an unexpected way, to accomplish his purposes and to be found useful in his life. And I think that's a remarkable statement. Don't forget that one today. Uh, uh, God has called you not to great works, but to good works. That's what God's called you to do. So whatever that is, wherever you are, whatever God has prepared for you, whatever dark place you minister in, whatever high pressure place to keep your faith quiet, remember that God is preparing you for such a time as this in order to accomplish His purposes. Don't grow weary. Don't be fearful. You serve God as He gives you an opportunity. And you'll be able to give glory to Him because I think that's the only thing you can do when, it, when, when all of these circumstances come to a close. We can say, to God be the glory. Walk with Christ.